0: Can you name 10 accomplishments you're proud of in your life?
1: Okay, maybe that was easy. Can you name 10 things that you really love about yourself? What about that internal dialogue of like good, happy things you really like about yourself? Okay, was that a little bit harder? How many of you went, I can't do either one of those things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, today we're going to learn from Alma, How God taught him the things that he was really good at. Get excited! Get excited! Welcome to the Simple Joyful Home Podcast. Join Emily and Alicia, two moms doing their best. This is a podcast about Come Follow Me and the Book of Mormon, and how anything you learn from the scriptures can be transformed into practical and simple solutions to strengthen your home, your relationships, and even yourself. If you're ready to triumph over self-doubt and increase the joy in your heart and in your home, join them on this inspired journey. Take it away, ladies.
1: Hey, this is Emily. And this is Alicia. And this week for Come Follow Me, it's for May 18th through the 24th, and we're doing chapters 25 through 28. And we have one little section that we just want to talk about. It's simple, it's fun, it's positive, and we are excited about it. So
0: if you go to chapter 26 of Mosiah, we are going to focus our time in verses 10 through like 19-ish.
1: It's you going be good. Don't get afraid. No, yeah, no, no, no. Don't afraid. go. We're it's not reading all
0: of those. Emily's going to intro us.
1: Okay, so here we are. Last week, we learned that King Limhi and Ammon and those people who are getting rescued from the Lamanites, they made it. Now they're back with King Mosiah, like where a lot of the other Nephites are. And they all are just happy to see each other. There's a nice reunion. And Alma also is there. Everyone's all here. It's like a nice, big, happy family. But the church has grown so much that they're having to now make like branches and little churches kind of like... How it is built today, really, like stakes and mm-hmm. things like that. And so Alma becomes the leader of the church, and King Mosiah is like the king of the land because there's more people, a lot of different views are happening, a lot of different changes. And there becomes in the church just people who aren't quite believing anymore. And there's they're kind of being naughty. Why is naughty. This, this cycle? Man, we all can slip into this. So, anyway, they're struggling. And it's causing enough problems that it needs to be addressed. And Alma's like, I don't really know how to address this. And so he really people are bringing
0: other people and being like, this person, and I have witnesses. And yeah. then he's like, uh, Okay, I'll I guess get, we should take care of this. I'll get back to you on this, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he he's like, I don't know. Maybe what, let's just ask Mosiah. Maybe he can handle these people. So he goes to Mosiah. And Mosiah's like, Alma, this is not like part of the land. This is like with the church. So you need to figure this out. And Alma's kind of in a turmoil of what to do. He just feeling a bit overwhelmed and a little bit fearful. So that's where we want to pick up. I
0: love the first part where Alma is like, oh, this seems like a fairly significant problem. I should see if somebody else wants to take care of it. (laughs) Um, how many of you have things like that in your life where something comes into your life that you know you probably should deal with, but you're like, oh, I really, I'm sure somebody else could do a better job at this. So we should see who we can give this to. Can I pay someone to take care of this?
1: I've thought that. Yeah,
0: I have too. And so then that doesn't work out. Mosiah says, you have to do the judging. Sorry, this is your job. I don't want to be the bad guy. And (laughs) Now, um, Alma was super troubled, and it says in, in verse 13, Alma was again troubled, because he was troubled the first time when he took him to King Mosiah, and he went and inquired of the Lord what he should do concerning this matter, for he feared that he should do wrong in the sight of God. And when I read that, I was like, oh, I have so felt that so many times in my life, not fear in general, but fear that I wouldn't do it Right. Whatever yeah. it was, I wouldn't do it right, and especially in the sight of God. Like I really don't want to mess this up. Marriage was one of those things for me.
1: <laughs> it can even be like a good thing. It's yeah, not like you're making like a bad choice and a good choice. You'd be like two good choices, and you get stuck on like, but what does the Lord want? Yeah, or what? What is what really needs to happen? And
0: you get it's stuck. So true, it's so true. And so he takes it to the Lord, and the Lord does the coolest thing. In verses 15 through 19, the word blessed is in this section a lot. Like I started circling him because I felt like I was reading it so much. And he starts to tell Alma, here's all the things you've accomplished. Here's all the ways that you have gained the skills you need to do the job that you're asking me about. And so I started to look up the word blessed. And when you just look in the regular, like, Cambridge dictionary, it says to bring happiness or comfort. And when I thought of that, I thought, as you read these verses, I thought about exchanging that word blessed to finding comfort. Like, comfort is with you, Alma, because of these reasons. And you can be comforted because of these reasons. It just kind of made me think about it, the word blessed differently. I like that. This is
1: like a pick me up.
0: I know. I know, and heaven knows we need to pick me up. Man, I would love the Lord to give me a good pick me up like this. I know, I know. Can you just come sit down and tell me all the things I'm doing okay and that will help me do the next thing? That would be great.
1: Yeah, I really like that. And I like the word blessed. I do
0: too. And so some of the things he says, he starts to say, blessed art thou Alma, and blessed are they who were baptized in the waters of Mormon. So the very first thing he talks about is You're blessed or you're comforted. You can find comfort in the fact that you were baptized. So remember that. And I looked more into the word blessed. And if you look at the Greek word for blessed, I'm probably going to butcher this, but the word blessed in Greek is makarios. Oh my God. (laughs) Makarios. It is really hard to say. We're probably not pronouncing it right. Makarios. That word... Um, really means that you're fortunate, you're well off, you're supremely blessed. But one of the coolest things about this word is M-A-K, the beginning of that word, also means you become large or become long or large. So basically you are enlarged. And if you think about that in the terms of this, was Alma enlarged or did he grow in capacity and... I don't know, just the tools that he had to live his life when he was baptized. I think he absolutely did.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Then, as you go reading through the rest of these verses and you think about it in that way, then he goes on to say, Oh, you're also, thou art blessed because of thy exceeding faith in the words alone of my servant, Abinadi. So, just in case you didn't think it was cool enough that you got baptized, Alma, and that wasn't enough. You also had the faith to listen to one person's words, and it, I mean, when you think about that experience for Alma, he left fleeing for his life because he believed on Abinadi's words. This wasn't just a oh, you had faith on his words alone, and that yeah. was so good, yay! Clap. This was like <laughs> you f- like believed enough, and you it changed your life. It changed your life, yeah, and that was a huge building block in your faith and in your abilities and skills you have been prepared for what you're being called to do right now
1: and i also like in 17 um and blessed art thou because thou hast established a church among this people i mean he's put together a church <laughs> anything like a business or something big like that is a big deal and so to organize and put together The Lord's church so that people have a place to be is definitely something that makes you grow. I mean, people were following him. They loved everything he said. To establish a church, like Emily was saying, that is no small feat No, and a completely
0: different skill set than running for your life because you have faith in something you just heard. He's building on all these different experiences from Alma's life to help him remember that they've worked together before. God and him have worked together before and he has been enlarged because of his faith in God. That is why he is he can have comfort in this time. And I love the just the complete meaning of the word blessed. Yeah, that that's comfort really interesting. That enlargement, that faith. It really is this triangle of, I don't know, just Goodness.
1: Yeah. You know, it actually just came to my mind um, for those who have ever had their patriarchal blessings. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is a word that's used in patriarchal blessings. So, you know, maybe if it is in yours or, and you come across that, think about that in that sense, the growing, like this is how blessed you are in a, in a growing capacity. Like this has made you bigger, you know? And I also think through these scriptures, um, there's some tangible things like getting baptized and um, establishing a church. But in 18, it's also, you know, this is blessed is the people who are willing to bear my name for in my name shall they be called and they are mine. Like that just seems like such a simple thing that we would take upon his name. We would act like he would, we would choose things that he would choose. Like, it's just such a great thing, but it's something that makes us bigger, makes us mm-hmm. enlarge just by taking upon us his name. It's so true. And it's like God recognizes that each of these things were
0: accomplishments in his life and they were something to be remembered, um, remembered and reminded of the the abundance and the blessings that came from those challenges.
1: Yeah, there's like big things and little things and all of them mean something. Yes, it's not to be, be thrown aside. Yeah, yeah.
0: None- it goes on in verse 19, I love how he flips it. If you look, everything he's done so far in 15 through 18, it's blessed are thou because of this, blessed because of this. It just, you're blessed and then there's the reason, right? But he turns it around in 19 because this is what's happening right now for Alma. And he says, and because thou hast inquired of me concerning the transgressor, which means like, here's the thing, you are struggling with, or the thing that's enlarging you right now. And because you inquired of me, thou art blessed. And it's just, it flips it around saying, here's where you're in the, what you're in the middle of. And thou art blessed because you inquired of me and we're going to work it out. And when you work it out,
1: when he ever has to do this, he'll, he'll be like, and blessed art thou for inquiring of me about those people. Right. (laughs) And that'll become an accomplishment. (laughs) It's so true. I like that. I like that flip there. It's so true. Like good. ah, I just love that. After
0: all of this blessed stuff, (laughs) he goes on to teach Alma and help him evaluate his skills. So he reminds him of all of them and then he helps him remember whose team he's on. Yeah. And so in the end, he kind of regains his confidence and he's
1: able to make a decision yeah. and, and knows
0: what to do going forward. Yeah, he's he knows so much that he writes it down and says, this is what I'm going to do. And then he goes and does it. But the foundation of all of it was really feeling his feelings genuinely and honestly, and then acknowledging the things that he'd already accomplished and already done well. And as we got to thinking about our own lives, We thought about those times where we felt fear.
1: Yes. Darn fear.
0: Fear. (laughs) And fear of doing it right, really.
1: Right. I mean, there's lots of
0: different reasons to feel fear. And I think what he experienced here applies to really a lot of them.
1: You know, and I found that his fear was unique in that it was fear that he might do something wrong in the sight of God. And I think if I was a leader, I'd be like, I'm kind of fearful of hurting other people's feelings and I'm fearful of more of them <laughs> because right. I don't want to cause anyone pain or harm or whatever, you know, or even when we are trying to make a decision, how often do we get wrapped up in that moment and letting other people's opinions like guide you and so you're fearful of not, you know, doing what they told you to do. And anyway, so to keep like a focus thing about really the only thing we should be fearing is are we staying on that path that God wants us to stay on? And he does. And even then the Lord's like, hey, 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 let's let's work through this. We got this.
0: So true. It made me think of the things that trigger fear. Some of the really common things that trigger fear are when we're in a transition. Like something big is changing and we are not quite sure how to navigate it. That's a really big one for me. Um, And those big things in life, it's not just the move or the new marriage, right? When you first get married or the, you're every baby, Um, (laughs) right? It's not just the newness of it. It's all of those things have eternal consequences in my mind. Like everything does in my mind. So I tend to overthink it sometimes. And so transitions a big one for me. Another one is when you're discovering your purpose in life. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm constantly discovering and rediscovering more um, of my purpose. And just when I think I've got it, God says, okay, now that you understand that part, there's something else. Keep looking. I need you to do more. Yeah,
1: that personal journey.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's another big when one. When we are push to grow mm-hmm.
1: that's a, it can be scary
0: yeah so that discovering i think because you have to be willing to take a risk and that is scary sometimes
1: and maybe that's kind of what he was going through like uh, right now because he is in this growing process of now he's got to be a judge you know mm-hmm. of the people of the lord's church mm-hmm. and it would be it's a growing process right there
0: it's so true When we are feeling fear, is it because we're transitioning into something new and really it's helping us to enlarge or grow? That word blessed and faith are so closely related because anytime you are enlarged or grow in that way, it really is enlarging. Your faith is a good foundation for that growth. And so they go really hand in hand. Anyway, anytime well, yeah, I see that blessed I mean.
1: and faith both help enlarge yourself because mm-hmm. when you have
0: more You can't faith, have one without the yeah. other, I
1: feel like. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I have a little story about how my mom did this for me a lot when I was a teenager. And she is so good at listening. I remember coming home from high school and she was just so excited to hear all of my stories particularly my boy stories, because I always had some random crush or something. (laughs) So she loved to listen. And then there were times when I was just having struggles, you know, teenage struggles, and they meant so much to me. I mean, they really were weighty on me. And she didn't look at it as like, oh, she's just a teenager going through the teenager things. She really just listened to me as I went through them. And after I would, we'd be up late and I would just, you know, Spill all the words out with tears or whatever, <laughs> I would then like just lay my head on her lap, and I still remember this, and she would just rub my head or my hair, and she would just list all these things that she loved about me just over and over again and and they i just multiple times I remember this as a teenager, and I still remember those moments so vividly because I was so buoyed up that. I would wipe my tears away. We would take a big breath and I'd go to bed and I'd wake up in the morning and those problems just didn't seem as heavy as they did the night before. And I think so much had to do with her listening and so much to do with her buoying me up with these positive reminders of things I am good at and what she loved about me and and I could do those hard things. So anyway, I just feel like the Lord took this moment to do that for for Alma. And What a great blessing that is to have. So maybe, you know, maybe we always hear the Lord's voice list things for us, which would be nice. (laughs) But um, sometimes it's okay to reach for others if we're having a hard time remembering those things we have accomplished, those things that did help us grow, the positive things we like about what we are good about in ourselves. And it's okay to reach out for help if you are, I think, having a hard time, because it isn't. An easy thing for a lot of people. It doesn't always come natural to be really confident all the time and positive thinking all the time. It just doesn't. I just think we need to practice that. And sometimes we just need to hear it from others. It's so true. And one thing I think too about this whole
0: idea of um, like positivity and really kind of, Learning how to do it yourself and helping others to see it in themselves is that it is such a powerful tool. Anytime we're in a position of growth or transition, which all of it really is growth, right? Um, Anytime we're in that position, Satan wants us to highlight every little thing as a failure, like a glaring failure. And And we, for some reason, those things stick to us a little, they're a little stickier, right? We're like, oh, I remember that a little more, or it just sticks out more. But the cool thing about God's plan is he has never been about failure. To him, like failure is not a thing. Failure doesn't exist to him. His whole plan, everything in his plan is about moving you through Opportunities to learn, no, like the growth part. Yeah, it's all about the growth. It's not about failure, a one-stop shop, or you you hit this moment where you miss a point or you fail at something, and then that's the end of it. But sometimes our brains get stuck there, and it's really cool to remember His plan. Everything's about growth. You feel like you fell down or you missed something or there was a sin in your life or. I don't, he's set us up to succeed. That's what the atonement is. The whole repentance process is how do you get through those moments where you could have, would have, should have.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at that. I like that actually a lot.
0: Sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I know I need to say nice things about myself, I'm like... I got nothing, people. (laughs) I'm frustrated. I don't want to think about it. It requires way too many rain cells.
1: Usually when you need to say it, it's when you don't want to say it. It's totally true. (laughs) I feel good in the morning when I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm doing well. And then by the end of the night, I'm like, what were those things? I don't even know. It's so true. (laughs) It's so true.
0: Especially right now. (laughs)
1: Uh, So
0: we have a couple of tools that we use over at Bright Light Institute, which is something me and my husband do. But we They work so well. And Emily and I will send it out to you. If you want a copy of it, just send us your email. And we'll ship it over to you. But there's three different tools that we give people. And one is you just finish the sentence. We give you a ton of sentences. So you don't even really have to think of what to think of. You just have to come up with an answer and finish the sentence, which comes a little more natural. <laughs> so yeah. things like, one, ta- one talent I've worked hard to create is... or. One of the things I like to hear about when I'm getting to know someone new is, and you wouldn't think that these things would tell you what your skills are or your accomplishments are or the things you do well, but they actually do. Like there's a whole list of things and you can just kind of go through them. And I would be devastated if I lost. When you really think about what you lost, you realize what's important to you. And then you start to realize, that you're invested there and all the things you contribute to that area of your life. Like I think if I would be devastated if I lost my kids and, Oh man, I put all my effort in there and I love them so much. And actually I am doing pretty well at that. I mean, I do donate a lot of time there. (laughs) Like all of a sudden your brain just starts thinking differently about the things you're good at. So it just gives you some prompts to kind of find those things. Yeah, that'd be really good. And then we ha- we do another thing because everybody's different. So the sentence prompts will work for some of you. And some of you are like, oh, that sounds painful. I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> and some of you would rather write about a memory. Like you'd rather journal about something that was so impactful in your life rather than answering these little sentences. So there's a whole activity for remembering um, a memory and how that can impact your your life and how you think about you know what you're good at and what your skills are and I mean all the great things we talked about earlier. Um, and the final thing we do is all of that can still be overwhelming when you're in a place of fear or failure or frustration, and so the final tool is if you're not in that place right now or if you are really, we just do what we call freedom journaling, and. You just answer four questions every day and it will take you less than five minutes. And then as you go throughout your or week or month and you hit that moment of fear or failure or frustration, you just look back at this Freedom Journal and you can very clearly see where you felt strong today or where...
1: You have accomplishments. Yeah, and yeah
0: are, you will see the things.
1: Where you've been blessed.
0: Yes, where you've been blessed. Where you've been enlarged, where you've had faith, and where you've found comfort. You will see all of those things in this journal. And it is a powerful, powerful tool. I think my favorite of all three of them is the Freedom Journal. I wish I was consistent in doing it. I'm not a consistent journaler. I really wish I was, especially during a time like this yeah. I really, really wish I was. Our friend Tamara is a really big journaler.
1: Yeah. So if any of you guys are interested in any of those, um, sentences or the journal prompts or anything, then let us know. We can give this resource cause it for free. I mean, anything yeah, it's free and you don't have to go to our website or anything crazy like to, that. You don't have to like it or, yeah. like, or like <laughs> this page and then go to, anyway, yeah. it's just, if you're interested, send us an email, and you can um, send us an email
0: at simplejoyfulhome at com, yeah. And we can just send it out to you. Yeah. So
1: It's great to have like visuals like this. So we thought it'd be fun to share it. So now
0: that you have tools to help you recognize your accomplishments and your skills and the things you like and, and all the good, now you can start to use those tools to help others.
1: Yeah. Just like my mom did. She was so good about seeing when I was in a struggling place and then filling me and buoying me up with these positive things. I think that, you know, we can always just sit around and wait for other people to do that for us, but wouldn't that be great if we also can do that for other people? And just to turn this a little bit in so that we're giving and to remember that we can do that. And when we do that, actually it's good for us and it's good for that person. I know there's times when um, you know, our loved ones, like my husband might be struggling and sometimes I just to take him and I'm like, you know, what? you are really good at it. And I just list things that he loves and he's good at. And so it's good to think about this in an external, not always in um, taking, but a giving way. Um, I think it's very important and maybe even easier for some people who don't want to think about themselves all the time of a way to be more positive, um, to see it in other people. So it's true. And seeing, I'm like that. I can see more positive in other people than I do in myself sometimes. And so it's good. It's a good thing for me to do because then it reminds me that I need to do it for myself too. So anyway, it's so true. I
0: am much better at doing it for other people, I think. But I think the key is for doing it for other people is really recognizing being open enough and aware enough, connected enough to see when they're in a place of fear. Because right. people will show fear in ways that does not look like fear.
1: Yeah, right? you're right. They're not
0: going to come and inquire of you and be like, so I'm really scared about this. They're going to show fear in very different ways and like lashing out or yelling or or isolating or, I mean, there's so yeah. many ways to show fear and we tend to react to the display of fear rather than the emotion of fear a lot. I mean, like our kids lash out at us and we're like, what in the world? Why Why are you you yelling? Why are you hitting? Like we're dealing with that instead of like, oh, I think they might be scared of something. So here are all the things you're doing well. And here are all the things that give you the skills you need to accomplish what you're trying to do. And just really focusing on that, recognizing that the core of what their behavior is, is really a fear. I mean, yeah. if people did that for me, oh my goodness. Cause usually when I'm not my best self, it's because I'm stressed about something I don't feel good enough at, or I don't feel prepared enough for, yeah. I mean, it's almost always something like that. It's never, I'm never really yeah. mad at the thing, you know, <laughs>
1: And, you know, this got me thinking, there's actually another angle we can pull. This is sometimes um, people who are in a bad place, they don't want to listen to anyone tell them anything, right? Like I could tell them all the good things they want to hear and they're like, won't believe it, you know? And that's when I make them say it out loud to themselves. And sometimes it's really hard for them. And sometimes it comes really easy. And so if you are in that mood, (laughs) it is hard. Sometimes you have to have someone tell you like, well, you can you need to say it because you aren't believing what i'm saying now i want you to say it i had to do that once for myself cuz my husband was like telling me all these great things and i'm like i don't know i don't believe it and and he's like okay emily list me 10 positive it was so dumb at least i felt like it was dumb in the moment but it was <laughs> so good for me to say it out loud too so anyway maybe encouraging those thoughts too, to saying positive things out loud to yourself, even in your mirror, to yourself in the mirror. And you look yourself in the eyes, mm-hmm. say it. Yeah. And there's a whole lot of psychology behind that too. Hearing your
0: own voice say it yeah, it ha- it really does have a positive impact on you. So
1: And vice versa. So mm-hmm. good things said out loud, yep. bring good things. I just want to wrap up with one more little thought. When you think of the word blessed, it really is
0: point of gratitude, but there's so much more in there.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a little deeper. It's Mm -hmm. a, that thought of growth, that thought of what this, when you're praying, say I'm blessed today because of, and think of something that helped you grow. And it makes you think a little bit more than just a quick answer.
0: So I think of it like a three leg stool. Like the first leg is that I know that I'm growing or there's some growth happening here. And then that Faith, like I had to exercise some faith to experience the growth. And then that third leg of like, this is comforting because I know I wouldn't be experiencing these things if I wasn't growing or if I wasn't becoming who He needs me to become.
1: I like that. Well, this has just been so interesting to talk about. And, you know, maybe we talked about journaling. Like how to think of ways you can be more positive. And maybe that's not your style, but maybe just saying your prayers, just wording those words, just a little bit different. Maybe that's what you could do. Um, just to help us be more positive. I am going to try this, especially with my prayers. I feel like I've been a little like stagnant a little. So, um, (laughs) I really, (laughs) yeah, I really, I really want to try this and see how it changes, um, the way I think too. So Many times when we are studying, the things that stand out, I feel like are just blessing my life. (laughs) We're just so grateful you guys listened and um, are here with us. We enjoy this. We enjoy you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast. And if you loved it, will you just go ahead and share with others? And we were thinking, we want to know who shared it with you Would you mind sharing that with us? We'd love to give them a little shout-out on here to say thanks. And we want to throw a quick shout-out to just a couple of the cities in
0: Utah because there are a lot of you. So this week, South Salt Lake, thank you for listening. Salt Lake City, Layton, Layton, Sandy, Centerville, We are so grateful for you. And Texas. We got a lot of you
1: from Texas. Um, The Colony, College Station, Dallas, Whitney. (laughs) A word we can't say. Frisco. Uh, Utagua. No, no, no. Utaga. (laughs) Somebody help us out there. I do not think you're saying that right. (laughs) Frisco. And then uh, in Lethbridge, Alberta. And that's in Canada.
0: Oh my gosh, that's, that's so awesome. Thank you for listening. Did you get Whitney, Texas, on there? I, I think
1: so. Oh, good. Well, here's another shout out to Whitney. <laughs> okay. Talk well, to you guys well, we again just lo- soon. <laughs> <laughs> we just, lo- oh my gosh, we're going way too
0: <laughs> The music's over, people. <laughs> All right. Oh, we gotta do that again.
1: <laughs>